That's true. So we are back in the studio for another cool radio play, or at least a radio play where nothing actually happened. <laughs> Five chapters so far of Superman and nothing has happened. <laughs> So stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in chapter six. I was like, if I was a kid in 1948 listening to this, I would be so pissed off. What else would you what do? What a rip-off. Yeah, right? I know. Milking cows. Yeah. Masters. I'm going to sit here away from the shadow instead. Like every night, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. Is it Monday to Friday? Yeah. Still. Uh, a little slow-moving for these. Captain Midnight. Oh, yeah. Right. That was a good one, too. Yeah. But yeah. So we've got Superman. Batman's Great Mystery Chapter 5. Original broadcast date, February 7th, 1948. And who have we got joining us tonight? We have Mr. Christopher Turner as the sort of split personality <laughs> Clark Kent slash Superman. Same guy, just a spoiler in case you haven't yeah. caught up to that yet. You'll be, be reminded every episode. Yeah. <laughs> if you forget. We have Gary Boss as almost everyone else. Henderson, Batman. Batman, <laughs> um, uh, Prissy Clark, yeah, Alfred, and Alfred, Alfred, yeah, and I'm uh, heavy set. Actually, hell with you. <laughs> I've been losing weight. Um, and uh, the announcer, and then Tim, as always, is a wonderful narrator who has like pages of dialogue in this one. And uh, and Lou, Lou, I think, was hey, your, Lou. your one line there. Yeah, I got a line yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> line for Lou. Pay hey, attention Lou. for it. It's like Alfred Hitchcock. He's like, he's <laughs> do not blink. No. Unless it's like audio, then don't. Yeah, I mean, blink all you want. And tonight we are enjoying some sand cream. Yes, we mm -hmm. are. Yeah. Oh. That the only enjoy. Mm -hmm. ah. Another bottle at home waiting for me even now. Refreshing. For those of you who don't want to make your own sand who has time for that? I know, right? I do. <laughs> no, I do. I do at work. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I love it. That's one of the best. It's working at my record there. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. Hey, let's make a sangria. <laughs> That's awesome. And then if we don't drink it all before we pretend to go home, it's like, oh, well, I guess this gem is going home with me. Because <laughs> you can't have it go bad overnight. No, no. Nope. Gotta take one for the team. It's practically heroic. Yeah. Damn Alcohol heroic. doesn't keep either, so you no. gotta drink yeah. it fast. You gotta drink it all fast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Alcohol does not keep. No. Nope. <laughs> so, all right. Here we go. All right. Mystery chapter. You ready for five. the magic? Come on, come on. Faster than a speeding bullet. Pew, pew. More powerful than a locomotive. <laughs> April to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Whoosh. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Whoosh. <laughs> Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, with Superman unaware of his predicament, young Dick Grayson, otherwise known as Robin, responds to a summons from Batman and enters a room of a shabby hotel where he finds two men waiting for him with guns. Ow! Come right in, Sonny boy. Keep your hands up. That was the cameo, in case you missed it. <laughs> Close the door, Lou. Batman promised you a surprise, didn't he? <laughs> well, this is it, kid. But I don't think you're gonna like it. Sting! Anchor 
Alright gang, get set now for more Superman contest winners. You may be among these, so listen carefully. <laughs> Becky, Suzanne, Audrey, Steven, Maria, you are our winners this week! <laughs> and that's all for now. More later in the program, they'll sound kind of familiar. So keep listening! And now, the adventures of Superman! After disappearing mysteriously for almost two weeks, the famous Batman apparently reappeared in the Metropolis Auditorium and delivered a rabble-rousing, un-American speech. I'm gonna tweet about it later. <laughs> then, confronted by Robin, his young companion, Batman struck the bewildered youngster, knocking him out. A short time later, Robin, having been brought home by Superman, received a telephone call, apparently from Batman, who told him to come alone to a shady hotel <laughs> where he would explain his strange actions and when Robin arrived there he walked into an ambush. <gasps> Meanwhile, unaware of this latest development, Superman, Skyser's reporter Clark Kent, was at the Opera House in Willow Falls, 30 miles away, where Batman was delivering another speech. <laughs> As he left the stage and walked into the wings, followed by the applause of the crowd, Kent stepped forward to meet him. Uh, just a minute, Batman. Kent? What are you doing here? I want to talk to you. Yeah? About what? Uh, about Robin and other things. Look, I haven't had time. I haven't had... I have... I have a stutter. Look, I haven't time to discuss this. Hmm. Well, take your time. You're, 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 you're to take time. <laughs> you okay. and Robin have been as close as brothers. You practically brought him up. Well, what are you getting at? A few hours ago at the Metropolis Auditorium, you struck him and knocked him out. So what? Little punk asked for it. It's not like you, Batman. You never slugged Robin before or talked like this about him. What's more, you never made rabble-rousing un-American <laughs> speeches before. Something very fishy going on, and I intend to find out what it is. Look, Kent, I don't intend to stand here and argue with you. I told you I'm expecting some phone calls at my hotel. Good night. No, you don't, Batman. <laughs> You're gonna stay right here until we straighten this out. Oh, take your hands off me, Kent, or... Or what? Will you try to slug me, too? Yes, I might forget myself and do just that. Well, that wouldn't be smart, would it? Considering who I am. If you think I'm afraid of you just because you're a reporter for a big newspaper, you're crazy. Well, I, I didn't mean that. <laughs> because I'm a reporter. What did you mean, then? Don't you know? No. I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't care. I'm going to the Willow Falls Hotel. Wait a minute. Casino. Stig! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, steel fingers locked on the bat-like costume of the man's arm. Kent holds him fast, and there's a strange expression in his eyes as he gazes into the masked face before him. Then, he hears his own voice, the voice of Superman, talking to him. Batman is the only man in the world who knows that <laughs> I, Superman, am Clark Kent, but this man doesn't know it. <gasps> Out. Say, what's the matter with you? So, I was right. Oh, what do you mean? Take your hands off me, Kent! First, I thought you were acting this way because you were afraid of Jones, the man who said you knew Batman's real identity, but now I think I've got this situation figured out. You amuse me, Kent. Keep on talking. Later. Go on to your hotel. I'll be seeing you again very soon. 
Metropolis in two shakes as Superman! <laughs> there we are, all set now. Up and away! Whoosh! Just a regular bridge, I tell you, Inspector, I know what I'm talking about. Either Batman is mentally ill, Jones may have done something to him to affect his mind, or else that man in the costume is not Batman. Not Batman? Why, that's ridiculous, Kent! I know it sounds fantastic, Inspector, because this fellow certainly looks and talks exactly like Batman. But, well, I, I, uh, I, I put him to a test. Yeah? What kind of test? There's, uh, a certain secret which only Batman and I know. Yeah? That masked man doesn't know it. Hmm. What's the secret? Uh, I can't tell you. But take my word for it, Inspector. The real Batman wouldn't possibly forget it. That is, unless he was mentally ill. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. Look, you have a record of Batman's fingerprints, haven't you? Certainly, certainly. Fine. Now, <laughs> this guy who says he's Batman is staying at the Willow Falls Hotel tonight. That's only 30 miles away. Mm-hmm. So, why don't you find some excuse for walking in on him and then picking up a sample of his fingerprints? Then you can check them with the prints on your file. Well... I suppose I could do that. Do it, Inspector. <laughs> if the Prince match, we'll know he's the real Batman. But if he's mentally sick, and if they don't match... Oh, but it all seems so ridiculous, Kent! I know. How could a phony, clever as he may be, do such a perfect job of impersonations that could fool even Robin? I don't know. I've heard someone... I've heard that everyone in the world is supposed to have a double somewhere. Yeah, I've heard it that too. You. But... You can't. Well, this fellow could look enough like Batman naturally not to need much fixing. Mmm! And he could be trained to imitate his voice, his manners, and so forth. But who would go to all that trouble, and why? Fanatics. Oh. And we're dealing with a bunch of isolationist fanatics here. Fanatics who will go to any amount of trouble to gain their selfish ends. And then there's another thing. What's that? Bro- uh, Huh? Batman huh. is a very rich man. If he were out of the way, an impersonator could take off with a fortune. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, maybe you've got something, Kent. You'll go through with the fingerprint test, Inspector? Well, I can only do it on one condition, Kent. What's that? That someone closely connected with Batman, in this case Robin, makes an official complaint, including a statement of his belief that the real Batman has met with foul play and is now being impersonated. Every word like that. Okay. <laughs> Robin will do that. <laughs> Come on, Inspector. We'll go out to his house right now. Bridge! Let's <laughs> ring in the bridge! Uh, where's Robin, Alfred? I don't know, Mr. Kent, sir. What? He left about an hour ago after receiving a phone call, and a jollier he was, too. No, I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> where'd he go, Alfred? All that he would tell me, Inspector, is that he was going to meet a man on the waterfront somewhere. On the waterfront? Yes, sir, and the way he was gaily chirping and singing, I'm rather sure it was Batman who called him. Batman? <laughs> Did he say that? No, sir, he wouldn't say, sir, but when I asked him if it was Batman he was going to meet, he simply winked and said, Mustn't talk, Alfred, but everything's all right again now. Well... That's funny, because Batman is supposed to be in Willow Falls. Hello, Falls, sir. Yes. Say, say, that's right, Kent. 
Why should he tell Robin to meet him on the waterfront? He wouldn't, unless... Unless what? Unless he is a phony, <gasps> as I suspect. Look, Inspector, you better get your men down to the waterfront and look for Robin. Right. I'm going back up to Willow Falls to shake the truth out of that man who calls himself Batman. So long. <laughs> Racing outside the house, Clark Kent pauses behind a dark hedge and swiftly resumes his true identity of Superman. Up, up, and away! <laughs> then the Man of Steel leaps high into the starry sky and streaks northward, bound for Willow Falls and the shocking surprise. We'll be back in a moment to find out what it is, so keep listening! <laughs> Stand by now for more contest winners. Here they are! Becky, Suzanne, Audrey, Steve, Maria. We'll throw in a little Anthony and Mary there too. Yeah. That's all we have time for today, gang. Listen tomorrow at the same time. And now, back to the adventures of Superman! After streaking to Willow Falls, Superman has secretly resumed his disguise of Clark Kent, mild-mannered and bespectacled reporter, and is rejoining him now, he is speaking to the clerk in the Willow Falls Hotel and Casino. Ow! Me out. <laughs> um, what, what room is Batman in, please? Uh, Batman is not here, sir. He, uh, like, checked out. Uh, checked out? When? Oh, uh, like a half hour ago, I'd say. Where did he go? Do you know? Uh, no, sir. I don't know. As a matter of fact, I did ask him. You see, I wasn't able to hear the speech tonight, and since I'm off duty, I was hoping I might hear him if he was speaking somewhere nearby. Well, what did he say? He said he'd been calling, no, like he'd been called away on business, important business, and I, well, he wouldn't be making any more speeches for a while. Hmm, did he leave a forwarding address? No, sir. No, sir, he didn't. Sting! Dismay, Clark Kent who's Superman, stands in the small hotel lobby and feels utterly helpless as the true state of affairs becomes clear, crystal clear in his mind. Of course, I might have known this would happen. He is a phony. Now he's gotten rid of Robin and gone into hiding. Now what'll I do? How can I find them? Sting! Is Superman right in believing that the man who reappeared in Metropolis yesterday is not the real Batman, but a clever and villainous impersonator? If so, what has happened to the real Batman and Robin? Mentally <laughs> 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 We'll learn the answers to some of these questions in tomorrow's Fine Dingling episode, Fellows and Girls. So be sure to listen. Tune in, same time, same station for Chapter 6 of Batman's Great Mystery on The Adventures of Superman! Superman's copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine is brought to you Monday through Friday. We can just get the last to a finish. Ta-da! Cheers! 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 Cheers!